The Block Talk podcast started because of my passion for the property management industry. I wanted to start a conversation and add some value within the industry with a diverse range of people and professionals who can add something extra. As we start out, my aim is that the podcast offers some useful insight into a variety of views, opinions, thoughts, and foresights from our guests who include business leaders and industry experts. If you enjoy the podcast and want to find out any other information, head on over to brianwelsh.co.uk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Block Talk podcast. Um, for this week, we're doing something a bit different. Um, in, in the room with me are Crawford and Jax, and we're just going to have a chat about um, what's going on in the world of um, CPL and and blockworks and inspect and all these sort of things and all all the kind of stuff that we do within the industry. Um, so. Jax, how are you this fine? Well, it's not very fine, it's miserable. How are you oh, this? Sorry, yeah, sun is shining, but it's raining. Or, sorry. Sky. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, had a nice chilled weekend. Did some writing on Sunday and writing a story. All right, okay, fab. Started writing what was supposed to be a short story, and it's now grown arms and legs, and it's nearly like 20,000 words. So it's not a short story anymore. <laughs> it's, it's actually a like a novella, so I'm going for kind of Christmas Carol length. So yeah, that was nice. Cool. Actually, it sounds like one of Karen Ann's training manuals. <laughs> Twenty thousand words. <laughs> this will be good. Though. She likes her details. She does. Cool. Crawford, how's you? What are yeah, you good. Um, I would say I'd, I'd actually had a really nice weekend. It was my mother half's youngest daughter's 18th uh, birthday, so we were out for them. We were out for lunch on uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, with my other half, her ex-husband and, <laughs> and his partner. So um, that, that was the first time we'd, we'd all been in company together with our kids. It was great, honestly, really, really terrific. And uh, she's, um, Katie's grown up to be quite a quite a mature, um, very level-headed young lady. So uh, it was a nice weekend. And um, yeah, uh, amazing that we're already halfway through February, though. Mm. Scary in a way, because it just seems to disappear really quickly. Yeah. How are you? I'm. I'm this is always very weird when we do this in the same room because we're so used to doing it remotely. I'm good. I moved house um, at the weekend and I have no broadband and no mobile signal. So, but you do have a new car. Yes, I do have a new car, but it can't. It, I can't get any mobile signal. But uh, but but actually, to be fair, I now live about I don't know 15 miles south of Glasgow, and um, and and we did. I, we chatted with Derek McDonald actually on his. On when he came on the podcast about um, electric vehicles, and um, my new electric vehicle can do about forty-five miles on a charge. I don't need to have any fancy charger put into the house. Basically, outside plug, thirteen amp socket. It charges in twelve hours, and I can get to the office and home on full electric as long as I don't drive too quickly. Well, it doesn't let you in electric mode because it cuts the power anyway. So, yeah, I'm really I'm really quite impressed with that, and I forgot about that. Thanks, Crawford. But, no, I moved house, and actually, it, yeah, a bit frustrating uh, to not have broadband yet. Um, but, actually, um, my, my mobile phone is normally, like, no no more than, like, a metre away from me. And I, I've, I for the last, since Friday... 
and it's now Tuesday. Um, um, the, my mobile phone sat beside my bed, and I've, I've literally gone nowhere near it because I can't because there's no mobile signal. However, I did order something yesterday, and I hope this. I hope I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I've ordered um, Starlink satellite broadband. So that's an Elon Musk company, and it's low orbit. So um, I'm actually. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what it's like. I mean, it's, it's still in beta, I think, actually, forefront of technology. And I'm looking forward to see how that works. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to arrive. I ordered it yesterday. So we will see. We will see. Apparently, it is, you know, I mean, if it's as good as I think it's going to be, as good as I've been told it is, and my neighbor has it, um, then it will be. It will be pretty spanky. What's so, good about it? Just faster. Well, so so the, one of the biggest issues with, and we're going to get technical then, one of the biggest issues with satellite broadband is that the satellite is so far away, you get something called latency, which means if you're a Zoom call, well, you can have the fastest speed in the world, but at the end of the day, the data packet's still got to get up to that satellite and then back down, yeah? Um, and if it's in high orbit, you can get um, kind of... Um, speed rates of like 400 milliseconds, which is just shocking for, for any kind of live video feed or anything like that. Um, so the Starlink one is in lower orbit, which means that um, that, that that ping, if you like, only takes about 40 milliseconds, which is comparable with a lot of broadband you would get. So I'm quite excited, actually, which is quite sad, really. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, that was a lot of chat about... about um, so big, big change for you moving out of the city into the country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've lived in Glasgow City Centre, well, West End, for ooh, six, seven years. So, yeah, yeah. So far, I'm really enjoying it, though. Yeah. And actually, the, the commute... Uh, do you know, okay, I, I guess if you try and get into the city at eight o'clock in the morning, it's going to be a bit of a pain in the backside, but, but, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'll be an adjustment, but no, I'm, 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 it's a good move. It's a good move. I'm, 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 I'm I love the new house. And yeah. Yeah. Good move. Okay. So we've got a few topics to get over today or to go through today. Um, so the first one I want to talk about was team kind of news within CPL. CPL's grown significantly, over the last kind of well, when I say significantly, we only have kind of 12, 13 staff, but that's but a lot more than we had um, kind of three or four years ago. So I suppose the the first bit of news is Crawford, who's here, um, is now now sits on the board. He's professional services director and pretty much looks after everything client facing, um, um, apart from new business sales. Um, so that's account management. Which we now call client success, um, support, um, implementations, training, um, and all these sort of things. So that's a that's a step up for Crawford. Um, so that's one uh, bit of team news. The other bit is we have, and this is this is this is uh, really us moving away from what we used to do. We have a, a new developer working on the CPL product who's actually um, based uh, in Eldersley. Actually, his name's um, James McCafferty, and. Um, so we've always wanted our developers to kind of be in our Southampton office because that's where the, 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 the team is. Um, but, you know, the last couple of years has taught us that we can work remotely. And, okay, I, I still think that you need to be – it's so much easier to learn when you hear people beside you and can turn around and ask a question. But, you know, we've, we've got over that – or not got over it, but found different ways to deal with it over the last couple of years. Um, so he's based Eldersley and in the Glasgow office. 
Um, so remote from the development team. Although to be fair, we do have another developer who lives in North London who who works in the um, in the Blockworks team, um, or Blockworks and Inspect team, I should say. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, they are two bits of team news. Crawford, do you have any? Yeah, there's um, a couple of a couple of bits of good news on, on my side as well. Uh, Carman, who's been working with us on training and implementation stuff, we've uh, taken the decision to promote Carman to training and implementation manager. She's been with the company now for about two and a half years, and some of the stuff that she's brought to that side in terms of the the uh, if you want to use it, I'm not sure it's the right word, but if you want to use the kind of the word discipline around the the actual planning of implementations and training has been absolutely fabulous so she's an absolute credit to the to the business that promotion i think is probably fair to say it's maybe maybe one that we've had on the horizon for a wee while so she's finally taken up that role uh, and as of the 21st february we are starting a, a new member of the team a guy by the name of andy bishop um who surprisingly and rather interestingly not sure if this was by design or not but um he has the same birthday as me does he? He has, he's born in the same day as me, but exactly four years <laughs> apart. So it's, um, He's younger, right? He's Well, obviously he's yeah, younger because yeah, yeah. everybody in the company is younger. And he's coming on board and he's going to look after uh, what he has the title of um, a data analyst. But what that means is he'll, he'll look after a lot of the, the back end stuff and be a, <clears throat> a bit of a support to Will, very, very specifically to Will. Um, and the types of things that he'll be working on are uh, client data migration, so we're getting new implementations and we want to migrate data into CPL from other applications, or if any of our clients purchase any other uh, businesses and we want to migrate data into CPL, and he'll work on that sort of stuff. He'll also work on uh, reports, so client reports in terms of layouts for things like your, um, your remittances and your invoices, client statements and stuff, and he'll work on all that. And also the CSV imports and exports. Um, so he's he's actually been um, we've been in touch on Skype over the last two or three weeks since we made the offer to him, and he's really looking forward to starting next uh, next Monday. So yeah, that's um, that should be quite an interesting start to the new year. Yeah, no, that is good. Yeah, it'd be good to get sort of. I think Will kind of pro- probably looks after the database structure as well. So whilst let's not get too technical again, but. Um, but that'll be good for to have someone else in the in the organisation that can that can pick that sort of yeah, stuff. Absolutely. The other thing we've also we've also currently got an advert out to add to the support team. So we're looking to bring another member onto the support team um, just as soon as we can get somebody in post. So yeah, as Brian said, it's team size we're, we're adding them to a number of bodies at the early, early part of twenty twenty two. That's good. Excellent. So the next thing to talk about is, I guess, development updates. And the next um, release that's going out is Blockworks 1.1, right? Yeah, Blockworks 1.1 is due on uh, 21st of Feb, so the same day that Andy starts. Uh, We actually had a release of Blockworks out just on the 10th of Jan, so there's a couple of them that have been out. Fairly, uh, fairly quickly, just to start off 2022. Um, the release 1.1. There's some some in, some interesting new additions on there. Very, very much uh, aimed at contractors and communications. So there's a lot of things in there for notifications. So when a 
when a factor when a factor sends new quotes or requests for quotes or requests for jobs um, through to the contractor, uh, there's now a whole lot of, of built-in email notifications which will allow the contractor to see um, <coughs> those um, those pieces of communication coming through to them on the email. There's also an escalation process now. Uh, so if you've got or haven't acted on either your quotes or your jobs or your invoices, there's now an email reminder system which tells you, you know, it's been seven days since you received this job, but you've not actually done anything with it yet. Um, so what we're hoping from a from the factoring side, I guess, as much as anything, is that it helps encourage the contractors to communicate even better um, with the quotes uh, and invoices, jobs. Um, and in addition to that, uh, one of the things that we had had some feedback around was the search engine uh, capabilities that we've got built into Blockworks. So uh, Liam and his team have redesigned that and hopefully that's going to make it faster and a better experience for the the, the, the end users. Excellent. Thanks for that. Cool. Right. What else do we need to talk about? Marketing and social. Jax, what are we doing with marketing and social at the moment? Um, well, in terms of Blockworks 1.1, we've got some communications going out there. We've got a nice little cartoon with Kev the contractor and his little companion Murphy. <laughs> I'm very annoyed by the way because Murphy appeared and, 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 and I wasn't asked if Arthur wants to be on there. Arthur's, so no, Arthur's very upset. Arthur's on the, the website the now. I did see CPO, Chief Puppy, Chief Puppy Officer or something. <laughs> yeah, we need to think up a better one than that. So. Yeah. So, um, and I have a better photo though. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so Blockworks 1.1, we've got that going out. So the uh, the cartoon has details of all the features, the new features and benefits that Crawford's just talked about. So you can jump onto our social media channels and have a wee look at that. It's also just been included in the newsletter that's just gone out as well. So if anybody wants to have a look at that, you can do. Um, through our social channels at the moment, we are talking about the podcast a lot. Um, and articles we've we've always uh, we're always keeping up to date with articles on the website and thought leadership and pieces and whatnot. So um, they're going out as well. So jump on to the LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter channels, CPL, Blockworks, or Inspect, um, if you want to have a look and, and give us a, a follow as well and interact. Cool. That's it for now. Thank you. Okay, actually talking about podcast. So I think we're up to this. When did we start that? November time? End of September. End of September. September. Wow. Okay, wow. And we've had over 600 downloads, which is brilliant. And, you know, the reason for doing it was just to, I guess, have a have a, a common place where we could ask questions of people and, 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 and bring on guests that we, we thought would have a, a an input or, or or some benefit and value to anyone in the block management industry, whether that be in England or in Scotland or Wales or on now. Um, so that's been brilliant. Yeah, 600 downloads, which is fab. Um, who's currently winning on the download stakes? Have you checked recently? Some Christian. Christian, Christian, yeah. Christian, there you go. 70-odd downloads, he's up there. Good, excellent, <laughs> excellent. I'll have to and go was, download mine about 20 times. And that was a two-parter as well, so it would have been a lot more than 70-odds. Combined, it's probably actually his is 
probably about over a hundred. Wow. wow. Well done, Christian. That's fab. Have we got any have we got any new topics or anything coming up for the podcast in the next in the next few months? Yeah, so what we've just finished, so yeah, we've had so so we've 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 done a lot of industry leaders, uh, people in the in the market, um, which has been great to talk to them. And there's been common kind of themes in what they've been talking about as well, which is which is great. So you know, if anyone wants to listen to it, jump on and, and listen to them. Yeah, um, one of the actually sorry to interrupt you, one of the things that keeps cropping up is the perception. Yeah. Of the industry and how that has to change. Although a couple of people have said they don't know if there is such a problem with perception, but most people are saying there is uh, an issue around that. Um, yeah. So some David really, Reed, at least recently, was yeah. talking about the need for educating the first-time buyers and downsizers on property factoring because those are the people that will have never had experience oh, yeah. um, property factoring. So. So that's quite interesting to hear everyone's thoughts on that. Yeah, no, no, it is. And, um, you know, so we've done that, uh, which we'll continue to do as well and bring them bring them on. We've done health and well-being in January, which was which was great. Um, Gavin Percy was phenomenal. Um, uh, Malcolm Perryman's chat about the um, IRPM survey was 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 brilliant as well, quite heart-hitting and, and eye-opening. And they've got um, a new survey out for this year. Yeah, now, that's right. So... It's just shipped. That's right. And in the coming months, come back, Crawford, to what you, you asked. Um, so in the coming months, we're going to do um, some themes. These might run for a month. They might run for longer, but we're going to get some themes in there. One of them is women and property. One of them is health and safety. Then we've got training and the need for it. Um, and we've also got a theme on leadership. Um, but actually, if anyone if anyone has any ideas about um, anything, any theme they think we should cover, then we'd be we'd be very grateful to hear um, from that. So yeah, well, the 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 podcast's going well. It's it's I, I find it massively enjoyable actually doing them as well and chatting to people. Well, I do like the sound of my own voice. I've been told so. Um, so sometimes difficult to keep it shut and let everyone else speak. But uh, never mind. No, you're 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 good at giving people the space. Am I mm-hmm. right? Okay. I'm not sure anyone else would say that. <laughs> anyway, selling at home. Anyway, um, okay. So next thing to talk about is PMAS dinner um, and awards. So the PMAS dinner is on the 11th of March, um, and we are lead sponsor for the first time this year. And and you know, at the end of the day, pretty much every member of PMAS is a client of ours or a client of CPLs anyway. And and you know, we interact with these guys on a on a on a daily basis and, and and so it's great to kind of give something back and and take and you know and do the lead sponsorship it was it was um great to be asked great thing to do as well so i'm i'm i'm, I'm really chuffed that we, we we managed to do that um I, i'm not uh i'm not a public speaker so crawford's <laughs> kicking off the dinner um because he loves the sound of his own voice in front of many people so uh <laughs> So he can he can uh, he can do that. Not many people. <laughs> <laughs> Just the mirror. <laughs> so, so Crawford might ask Jax to cut that comment. Right? See if it gets left in. Um, left in. So, um, so yeah, and there's awards at this dinner as well, um, of which we, um, because we're lead sponsor, are allowed to put a a judge onto the judging panel. So I'm doing that, which is, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't remember what I'm doing that. I think it's the 24th of Feb. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that as well. Um, so yeah, it should be a good night um, all in. So, um, um, and great to get, great to get it back. Actually, the last dinner, 
we didn't we sponsored the last dinner um but unfortunately it it um coincided um, or conflicted with another evening um that i um um that i had planned and i was actually I was taking my youngest son who um who i don't see very often because he's in the army in portsmouth um but two years ago which was the last time dinner was it conflicted with a with something at the hydro um a concert at the hydro now the actual concert uh, or who was playing completely escapes me but i i went into the the dinner for the last for the first bit put my tux on for the sorry for the first bit put the tux in to meet everyone um everyone went into dinner i went got changed got a taxi over to the hydro watch this i mean at, at the end of the day work is important but your family has to come first yeah so um my um went to this concert and then we couldn't get a taxi back so we walked back and as we walked around the corner at the radisson everyone was out and sitting in the smoking area and i tried to sneak past but but but, but everyone noticed and i went back up the stairs put my tux on um and then went and met everyone for kind of after um the dinner <laughs> drinks um and in fact and fraser was fraser was staying in the hotel as well as um as me and um, came down at 2 a.m when the fire alarm went off so uh, <laughs> so i hope that doesn't happen again this year but yeah it's 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 always a good night and 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 and, and yeah it's great to have it back so okay so what else do we what else is on our because we just sorry um i should have said that we've just sent a newsletter out which has a whole load of this sort of stuff on the topics which goes out to um everyone who's registered on um to receive them um, so the other thing we're doing this year so what one thing in fact Crawford maybe talk about this one thing we did extremely successfully last year um is carman ran a number of webinars last year on varying subjects and actually we we started this um, at the beginning of COVID, uh, the beginning of, of lockdown, we were all at home. And um, and we started doing kind of just, I mean, they're, they're free. You know, Karen Ann just picks a subject. She um, presents some, it's, I, I guess it's not free training, but it but it, but it gives people an insight into what a product does and, and, and different things that, that they can do with a product. Um, and it was so successful at the, that, the beginning of, of um, kind of, um, April through uh, September um, 2020, gosh, 2020, yeah, gosh, years ago, years are confusing me now, um, that we just decided to continue them, and she's she's done kind of one a month um, for that, for over the piece. However, we're kind of now, well, Crawford, you can talk about this. Yeah, we're kind of, when Cartman, when Cartman sort of reviewed the, the topics that she's covered over the last couple of years, um, we're unsure as to what what might be good subject matter to cover for 2022. So what we've elected to do is, um, <clears throat> as part of the newsletter, there's a there's a li- there's a link on the newsletter for your suggestions as to what topics would be helpful and advantageous for Cameron to cover on our webinar sessions in uh, in 2022. So she will literally. And piece whatever whatever um, subject matter you guys want to see around the responses that we get to that. But just I mean, just to mean what Brian said, some of the um, some of the podcasts that we ran through 2020 and 2021, you know, we had almost 70 people attending um, those those kind of sessions, which is an incredibly high number. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and with some really really good feedback. 
you know, as Brian says, depending on what subject it is that you're covering, you can't necessarily train people in an hour, particularly in that sort of environment, but you can give people, you know, a good insight maybe into an area of the software that their business isn't using at the moment that it might open up for them. And one of the things we have actually noticed over the last uh, 18 months or so has been, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the number of our clients which are actually starting to use more and more parts of CPL. And so even the even the, the, the types of support calls that we're now starting to get um, coming in through, uh, through email and through chat and stuff, there, there are more people using more areas of the software. So one of the things, one of the things I elected to do at the start of uh, the year is if, if anybody um, has got a completed uh, support ticket, you'll now see there's a link on the bottom of it to uh, a Net Promoter Score survey. So essentially, essentially, what we're asking you to do as, a, as our client base is, if you can, if you can give us an indication as to how good, bad, or indifferently you felt your support ticket uh, was handled by the team, it'll help us uh, build on the processes we've got, the training maybe that some of our guys need, whether or not we need to augment the team further, if we've got the right skills in the right places. Um, but you know, hopefully through 2022. The more of those we get back, um, the more you'll start to see support improving during that period. Uh, and we've chosen Mind as our charity to support in 2022. Um, so every single person that responds to the link on the bottom of the closed support ticket, uh, we will donate a pound to the Mind charity throughout the year. All right, fair. So, yeah. I'm not sure if you knew that, Brian. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you do now. <laughs> <laughs> and mine's the mental health mental charity, mental isn't it? It's not the motor neuron. Yeah. yeah. That's LND, yeah, yeah. That's LND, yeah. Um, so this is N this is NPS based though, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Right, okay. So so and and you know, let's just talk about NPS for a for a uh, a second, okay. Uh, if I can remember what the calculation is, I probably can't actually. Um so uh, basically you asked the question, would you would you recommend? On the basis of your interaction with us today, would you recommend us? And, and you effectively, you have your promoters at the top nine and ten. You have your detractors down the bottom, and the guys in the middle are passive, aren't they? Yes. So, and then you you do a calculation between your detractors and your promoters, and it comes out with your NPS score, um, which is going to be really interesting because this is, I guess, so you've got you've got two things here. If you send everybody a a kind of link and go. On the base, would you recommend us? That's a relational um, MPS score, but this is more a transactional MPS score where you're asking them after each transaction or, or 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 interaction with us as a business. So they could be very different as well because you could you depending on who you ask the question. So it's going to be really interesting to see what what that comes out as. Because at the end of the day, you know, um, everyone wants to provide a great service so you know and, and it's only by seeing what these NPS scores are that you can benchmark yourself against the rest of your industry yeah um yeah in fact there's a new I can't uh, I should I should know this and, and apologies that I don't the the guy who created NPS wrote a book on it and he has now created another book which kind of I think takes NPS to a different detail um so if anybody in fact actually we could we could talk about it. Um, we could talk about that as part of the leadership um, uh, theme that we do later on, and put some more detail into that. I think it's a massively useful, um, a massively useful um, 
um, gauge. Although the one thing, and I'm going to have a rant now, the one thing I, I dislike about these things, I, I don't know if you've ever bought a new car. Um, I bought my son, uh, Fraser, his first car. Um, I shouldn't have, well, sorry, I said second one. Um, I shouldn't have bought it for him, actually, because it was too big and yeah, it, I was going to say too expensive, but it wasn't that expensive. I shouldn't have bought it from him. But I bought it from a well-known German manufacturing dealer in Edinburgh. Um, you can guess which one that is. Um, and um, and I have to say the service was diabolical. The car had a dent in it. Um, it was meant to have gone through their whatever, whatever point check. Um, I paid them. 40 quid to put fuel in it they forgot to put no 20 quid to put fuel in it. they've got to put fuel in it and they said just bring it in next time you're passing well to get to edinburgh and back would have cost 20 quid it was diabolical and as we were leaving the guy said to me um you're gonna get a survey you're gonna mark me out of 10 now this is obviously mps and it's a direct reflection on me, and if you don't score me highly, I don't get paid my commission. Now, that is people buying an MPS score, so that is just appalling. And, and in fact, it's happened to me on a number of occasions. And see, when people ask me the question, I just say they're getting zero because they don't ask me the question, yeah, or one, or whatever the lowest yeah. is. It's appalling. Anyway, so MPS, fabulous, as long as you don't try and lemon well um, fraudulently skew it. Uh, coerce, that's a good word, coerce it. Anyway, Jax might leave that rant in or she might get rid of it. I'm not quite sure yet. <laughs> see if we get, yeah, see, see if anyone gets upset with us. Okay, no, that's really interesting. And the last thing, I think, unless anyone else has anything else they want to talk about, actually, we might, we'll see if we've got any more at the end, is escalation procedures within the business for our clients. Yeah, so it's part and parcel of this, uh, this um, new role of mine. Um, I'm basically it. So if, if anybody if anybody has any if anybody has any issues or any uh, any challenges either with regards to support or any implementation stuff that you're working on for projects any of the training that Cameron's delivering for you um, if you feel at any point in time that that service falls below what you would expect from CPL then you can escalate anything like that directly to me so Jacks has sent out some of the recent. Um, newsletter, just confirmation around that. My CPL address and my, my mobile telephone number is on most of the communications that come out from from CPL, so I'm, I'm available and can be contacted directly. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that sh I think that should I think that should give anybody just a, a bit of a level of, of comfort potentially that if if things aren't really going the way that they would hope that we would normally deliver, then there's, there's somebody there that they can pick up the telephone to or email. Cool, thanks, Crawford. Anyone get anything else you want to talk about today? Jax? No, maybe we'll have more to say the next time because there is a few things bubbling away in the background, but it's too soon to talk about them. Okay, cool, excellent. Well, I, you know, we should maybe do this once every quarter or, or whatever, just whenever we ship a newsletter or, or something like that, just so that there's a a spoken version of it as well you know okay well thanks very much if um, any of you got this far so um, <laughs> great uh, great for you uh uh if you got this to listen. Far, there's a chili's bottle in the post <laughs> that's right yeah if you, we have how many do we have 60 right we have 60 chili bottles so if you got this far email marketing at cplsoftware.com and say i got to the end 
Um, <laughs> can I have my Chili's bottle, please? And Jax will send you one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but okay, only the first sixty <laughs> people. Okay. And it's, only, and it's only one per person. Yeah, it's only one per person. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening, and um, we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you.